0: Yesterday we defined the essential the essential difference between the Yetzer Atov and the Yezera. We went we went in depth and we got down to the bottom line. The bottom line is, is that the Yetzer Atov wants you to think before you act and the Yitzhara doesn't want you to think wants you to go and follow your emotions. That's the way the battle of life works. That's why it says, who is a wise person meaning what is the definition not not who is also wise when it says it doesn't mean could you give me an example of a wise person it's not what it means when it says it doesn't mean could you give me an example of a wise person? Not what it means. It means what defines a hacham. What is the definition of a wise person? So probably we would have answered someone who knows a lot of chokhmah. Someone who learned a lot. Someone who learns a lot. But that's not what it says. What defines a wise person Someone who is aware and sees the future. To see the future, you don't have to be a fortune teller. That's what it means. Seeing the future doesn't mean you're great at predictions. It doesn't mean you're a sorcerer, right? Haro'e etanolad means that you think about what you're about to do and what do you think about when you say let's think before we do think about what basically thinking what will be the outcome of your actions simple like I told you yesterday sometimes the outcome is immediate you say the wrong word to your wife it's an immediate outcome you say the wrong word to your son or daughter, it's immediate. Sometimes the outcome is not so immediate. Sometimes you do something and you pay the price years down the line, not right away. So, means that before you do something, especially when you make a new decision, before you take on a new way And in general, before you act, the greater you are, the more you think. Before you do something, you ask yourself, what are the consequences? That is what defines a wise person. uh, Very interesting. I don't think that's a very simple statement. Again, it's not an example of a wise person. That is wisdom. Wisdom is that your ro' etanolad. Before you act, you're already seeing the results. Whether again, immediate, a year from now, ten years from now, or eternally. You're able to see now. Etanulad. Notice by the way, it doesn't say Hayodeya etanolad. It's an interesting thing. Doesn't say who is a wise person, the one who knows what's gonna be. Doesn't say that. I don't know why. Why do you think? should say, why? it, why, why, why I don't it. sees the law. What does that mean? I mean, a person can know something that's very good. That's right. He's right. A person can know something. I can know that something isn't good for me, but that doesn't mean it's a part of me. It doesn't mean it's real by me. Haro'e means that you see it with clarity. You see it happening now, even though it's happening later. Could you imagine that a person suffers the pain of anger before he gets angry? We all suffered after we got angry. Imagine you suffered the pain of anger before you actually did it. Then you wouldn't do it. If you just know that anger isn't good for you, even if you know the results, it may not be a strong deterrent. The word Ro'eh means it's more than you know. Ro'eh means you're such a Hakam that you're able to feel the pain of the wrong decision and you're able to feel the beautiful consequences of your good decisions. You're already in Ulam because you see where things are headed or you're already in Geynam if you see, if you make that decision. So air is a higher level, not just knowledge, not just, oh, I know if I do this, it's more than that. It's actually getting yourself with your imagination and your experience to feel the consequence of your decision. If you feel what it feels like to have children that are giving you gainam ahead of time, you'll be a much smarter parent. If you to yourself, yeah, I know to be a good parent, to have good children, I gotta do A, B, C. If that's all it is, it may not be enough. It's like a it's like a child. Tell a child who doesn't know what fire is. Tell him, you know that fire, not good for you. Don't don't get close to it. Probably he'll believe you. But if he ever had a real desire, let's say his favorite toy fell in the fire. So generally speaking, he's not putting his hand in the fire because he told him you're his father. He trusts you. But if his favorite toy fell in the fire, he might just go and try it. It's worth it. To play around, he won't. But something important in that fire, he might just go grab it. But if... He saw the fire, which means if he ever before that put his fingers in the fire and he felt how much that hurt, then it's not and he knows fire is no good. Now he sees it. He's right. So seeing means experience. You can't see if you don't experience. Ro'eh means you're experiencing the fire. That person will not, that kid will not put his hands into the fire. A person who is has such a chukmah that he's already able to feel the pleasure of a good decision today, even though the pleasure isn't here yet. And he's able to feel the pain of a bad decision, even if it's not here yet. And the longer you're able to see the the bigger the hacham you are. If you're only able to see the next minute. It makes you a little hacham. If you're able to see five years ahead, you're a bigger hacham. The more you could see, the greater you become. So everything that we do in life, when we have this hachma of roet we become much greater people. And obviously, It's something that all of us are capable of doing. There is nobody that's not capable of seeing the nolad. Like I told you, Hashem would never put us in a world where we don't have the ability to succeed. And if chokhmah is everything that we need, and if the definition of chokhmah is to be able to see out the consequences, That means every person is fully equipped and capable to make the good decisions or to make decisions to make the good decisions. Sometimes you don't know the good decisions, but even then you have the ability to know what decision to make to make good decisions. For example, asking your rabbi, for example, learning about the subject, a person is fully capable of being this hacham because you need it to succeed in life. How will you succeed in life if you don't know where your decisions are bringing you to? How is that going to happen? So of course Hashem equipped every person that he has that capability. And that's why the Yetzir his weapon is, don't think. Because if you don't think, you don't tap into this kawah that Hashem gave you. And the Yetzirah Tov is all about thinking before you act. And like now we're saying, what does it mean to think? It means to be raw. It means to imagine your children in 10 years from today, right? Now you put them in front of the screen And imagine in 10 years from today, what damage that might cause them. That's a serious thing. I bet a lot more people would be more careful what they let their children watch and who they let them spend their time with if they're thinking 15 years. You'd be a lot more careful. You would think twice about, wait, is that really what I want them to get into their heads? Is that really where I want them to be? You think a lot more, again, if you just say, is it right or wrong? It may not be enough. But if you see the nolad of that, and if you're wondering what the nolad of that looks like, go in the street, you'll see the future of this country, what it looks like. So the nolad is not so far from you. It's not so distant from you. you just gotta open your eyes. Open your eyes, open your mind, and as you start making decisions, you'll realize that not every vacation is worth taking, and not every place is worth going, and not every gadget is worth having. You'll start thinking because you'll realize where things are headed, and you'll start actually making better decisions with your time. You'll start situating yourself in a certain place. You'll start being around certain people. Because you're already... You're seeing way ahead. Unfortunately, so many people find themselves in the wrong places. And the most unfortunate part of it is they didn't plan to be there. They never wanted to be there. But they got stuck. Why they get stuck? Because they weren't thinking. Of course, like I told you many times, there's always something else to blame. There's always someone to blame for why a person fell or didn't succeed, there's always a cause that you could say, oh, it's because of that. It's because of this. But ultimately, a responsible person never blames anybody else. A responsible person always looks at themselves and asks themselves why and what they could do better. One person once told me, one person once told me that his son he was not really doing that great he's already older i said what happened then he says you know he got stuck with the wrong friends so the father basically answered he got stuck with the wrong friends but in reality of course i didn't tell him this because it would be too painful but why did he get stuck with the wrong friends what what where, what did you do in your upbringing of that child that helped him or maybe could have diverted that situation very often we look at the reason oh oh, you know why it happened because of that you know why it happened because of that oh one time they were on vacation why are you on vacation over there in other words we very often like to stop at the cause that brought that and never realizing That could be that we were responsible for the very cause that that it brought it to. So, Hakhma is able to get you way before things actually happen. Responsibility is to realize that our actions have very meaningful short and long term effects. And the Hakham is the Ro'e'tanulad. Amazing. The Ro'e'tanulad. You're feeling. The greatness of your decisions. You sit down to learn, you're feeling already your, your future. Your, your beautiful home on Shabbat is a Shabbat. It's a real Shabbat. Imagine feeling 20 years from today what your family will look like because of that Shabbat. That's called chukmah. Haroe et A person is equipped. With the ability to do this, Hashem gives us experience by watching other people. I told you this many times. When you see another person your age, younger than you, older than you, and you see their success or failure, Hashem gave that person in your life, He gave it to you as a gift to be able to see what you could learn from very often we don't learn from other people because we disconnect ourselves from what they did to what we do. But when you see a person who's suffering, God forbid, the first thing you do is you pray for them and you try to help them. But don't forget, the L'Babot says don't forget that when you see a person suffering to learn from their mistakes, they're paying a very heavy price don't pay the same price, learn from their mistake. You know, today that's easy. Today you don't need to learn Musar, you don't. Today you go out in the street and you can learn Musar all day long. Just see everything what you shouldn't do. You could just watch it in front of your face. Unfortunately, it's in our families. It's within the community. And as you go out further, you'll see every person that you look at is really a book to learn from. Either to learn what you shouldn't do or to learn what to do. They're both there. Yes, Joe. Oh, that's a beautiful question, Joe. Joe is asking a great question. He's saying, why does it say? The word nolad means born. It should say, The one who sees the future. The word in Hebrew for future is atid. Why is it that they use the word nolad? The answer to that question is because, like I told you before, this is not based on being a fortune teller. Or being a false prophet. You know, there a lot of false prophets that walk around. You know that? Even today. They have people. They have prophecies. They believe this is going to happen. They believe that the world is going here. That the community is going there. Why they believe that, we don't know. Sometimes they have dreams. Sometimes they see things. You don't know about No, you don't have that issue. No, but there are many people like that. You should know that. More than you think, by the way. As a rabbi, you get to see all of them. They don't usually come to you guys, but these guys are all over the place. Rabbi, you don't know, last night I fell off the bed. Okay, so... So he built the whole story while he fell off the bed. He he thinks he had a dream. And and what does it mean? And here's the... What's the message here? Everyone's trying to get the message. Instead of opening the book and seeing what the message is, they're trying to see the messages through different things. You never know what happened to me. This happened. This is gonna happen. This is gonna be. So a hakham is not the ones who predicts the future. Charlie just said sometimes you go to this mikubal rabbi. Say rabbi, close your eyes and tell me my future. And he goes, okay, hold on. Make sure the check gets ready. Write a nice big check. Ah, Then he tells you, I see you're going to make a lot of money. Okay. (laughs) It is zero. It's a very important point. That anybody who comes to tell you the atin. You see from here is not a hacham. Someone tells you here. I'm going to tell you the future. This is what's going to be. And by the way, sometimes they can get it right too. Not, I'm not disputing the fact that sometimes a person can actually, hit it could be there are certain cohorts in the world. You know, there's something called sorcery too in the world. Sorcery is a real thing, not, a, not fake. Something called witchcraft, magic. There is a ruah tum'ah in the world. There is a thing. It is possible for people to predict things. That doesn't faze me at all. But that's not chukmah a person who comes and sits with you to tell you the future is somebody who should be automatically pasul from your life. Now, not atid. Thank you, Joe. So why nolad? lad? If you have a rabbi that sits with you and tells you if you do this, this is what's going to be born of your action. It helps you understand what you're doing and where it's taking you as a hakam. If a hakam is predicting the future, he's not a hacham. But if he's, he's telling you the nolad, he's telling you, look, if you do this, this is what's going to be born. It's not the future that's going to happen. He's going to show you how you make your future. The word nolad means what your actions give birth to. That's a hakam Tells you if you do this, this is what's going to be. If you do that, that's what's going to be. I'm not predicting the future. I'm telling you how you're going to give birth to a future that you choose. By doing A, you get B. By doing C, you get D. That's, that's, that's the nulad. Oh, they beautiful. Really. It's a beautiful, beautiful... Perfect explanation of the words, not only is it right in the words, but it's right in life That's chokmah. You don't tell people Atid, you tell them nolad and by the way the word nolad Is actually a word that describes the pest. Who He was born. Pest. What an interesting thing. What do you mean? Pest. It should be Masha yivaled Yivvaled means what will not be born. So really it should say, Ezehu hacham haro'ed asher yivaled." So we took care of the atid. And now we know why the word nolat is used. But we still haven't answered why it talks about the past. So Charlie's saying beautiful. That the way you can learn about the future is when you study the past. How do you know what's going to be nolad? By studying the nolad. By learning history. By opening the Torah. And learning endless amount of stories about the past and what was nolad. By learning stories in your life of what was nolad. By seeing people and learning from them. Right? So you're learning about the nolad. Meaning the way you're able to know what's going to be born is what you, when you see what was born. Because the way Hashem designed the world in His infinite wisdom, He made a world that just keeps repeating. Humanity has never changed. The situations change. The world may take different turns, but the human and his struggles and his decision-making and his challenges never changed. You could learn about Cain and Abel, who lived in a totally different world than me and you. Yet you could learn the Nolad from a decision that they made. You could learn about anybody in history because humans are all different but the same it's amazing how Hashem made the world where we could live such different lives yet have the ability to learn from each person's life because we we share so many similarities while life may be different but the challenges are generally the same in every person with different colors and different shades and different shapes. But when you get to the core, it's all the same. So therefore the Torah says, Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of his life says, Zekhor Yemot Olam. Which means remember the days of history. Binu, Binu means learn, study good. Shenod Dor Vador. Study each generation. When you learn about what was, You're actually seeing what's going to be. So, What will be born. How do you know what will be born? Because you saw it already born elsewhere. It's it's the same thing. It's the same movie one more time. By just your life. So therefore, this is the definition of Chokmah, Ezeu Hakam, what Aroe et What a beauty. Reminds me of a story, a very famous story in Masechet Nedarin. The Gemara says that there was a great man by the name of Shim'on Sadiq. Shim'on Sadiq was a Kohen, Kohen Gadol. And of course his life is spent in the Beta HaMikdash. People coming in all day long, bringing korbanot. Different reasons why they bring korbanot. A person has a korban toda, Wants to bring a korban of thanks. They come to the Beit HaMikdash. They want to just be, they just feel very thankful to Hashem. They bring a korban. A woman gives birth. She got to bring a korban. Certain types of tu'a bring a korban. There are different causes for a korban. And the Kohen Gadol, of course, is the chief Kohen over there. One of the korbanot that's brought is by a person who's nazir. A nazir, as you know, is somebody who decides. They want to go beyond the call of duty. They don't want to just keep the 613 mitzvot they want to do a little more they want to go above the Torah gives the prescription one of them is not to drink wine one of them is they cannot cut their hair and after they finish the Nezirut the Nezirut period is as long as the person decides meaning the minimal Nezirut is 30 days that's minimal You can't do less than 30 days. But after that, it's your decision. You want to take it on for a month, for a year, for two years, forever, up to you. So after the tenure of the Nezirut, after you take on that time period, the halakha says a person has to completely shave their hair. Completely. With a razor. Not, not Not a close shave. Complete. All off. That's one of the rules. So a, they cannot become an. They cannot drink wine. Cannot cut their hair. Afterwards, they completely shave it. And then the third one is they don't become tamet to omit to a dead body. That's the prescription of an azir. An azir brings a korban for different reasons, which I don't need to get into right now. It's not important either because he became Tameh, there's Asham Nazir, it's called if the Nazir became Tameh, which breaks his days of nazirut, he's got to bring a korban and start again. There's a certain korban he has to bring after he finishes nazirut. Fine. The Gemara says that Shimon Sadiq, the Kohen Gadol, all his life, he says kol yamai, my whole life. I would never partake from a korban of a nazir. Meaning a guy brings korban todah, terabit to the amikdash. He happily eats from it. Why not? Of course he would eat from it. It's a barbecue, but not like a July 4th barbecue. July 4th barbecue is meaningless. But this barbecue, the meat is kodesh. It's like eating man. When you eat man, it's more than just eating. You're eating a holy item, which holiness enters your body. It's a beautiful thing. When you eat man, you're eating physical food and spiritual food. When you eat from a korban, you're eating something spiritual, not just a barbecue. So of course a kohen, it's 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 pleasure to eat from the korbanot that people bring. So he says, all the korbanot they bring, I would partake from. Who could blame him? He said, except for one. One korban, one type of korban, I will never eat from. When a Nazir comes to bring a korban and they give a slice, they cut a piece, to give the Kohen Gadol, says Shimon Sadiq, they know, usually, I, uh, I passed. I tell somebody else. Yeah, Fadal. Huh? Great question. Why not? That's what he says. He says, anytime a an nazi would walk in, I don't know how he would do it. Maybe he would go in hiding. Maybe he'd make believe he wasn't there. Maybe he'd give it to his wife. I don't know. I don't know what he did when they offered him. But he says, my whole life, I avoided eating korban nazir. I would never eat a Qura Why? Why didn't he? Because he felt, maybe there were other reasons too. One of the reasons is he felt that sometimes people would take on to be a Nazir, not Lashem Shemayin. They wanted to show off. They wanted to show how religious they are. They wanted to show they're better than others. And that's not a reason to be a Nazir. He wanted to eat from a Korban that was coming, Lashem Shamayim. A guy brings the Korban Todah, Lashem Shamayim. Guys bring it. but the Nazir, he felt, I, I don't know, maybe in his time it was like that, I don't know. But he felt that there were many people who were in Nazir that wasn't doing it, Lashem Shamayim. I didn't want to have any part of that. It, it says in the Torah, it says, Ish. Right? A person which means to make a nether, to make a vow, to abstain from things. It should be done it should be done to get closer to Hashem. It should be done to uplift yourself. He felt at the time, maybe different times in history were different, I don't know. But bottom line, he felt that many of the people who were becoming a Nazir was not being done you don't want to have part of it. You know, great people, they're very sensitive. Their souls are very sensitive. And even when good things are being done, if they see there's as a lack of purity, they'd rather stay away from it. He says, only once in my life, one time, once in my life, I ate from a korban of a nazir. Only once. What's the story? He says, one time he met, he met in the, coming into the Beit HaMikdash, this gorgeous-looking guy with the most beautiful hair, coming to the Beit HaMikdash. He says, I'm here to bring a Korban Nazir. Shimon Asdik says, when he saw him, he was surprised. Saw so his beautiful hair. You know, a guy like me becomes a Nazir, no big deal. My hair isn't such a big attraction. But he saw what he looked like. Wow. Tells him, Beneath, he says, My son, like talking to him with Ahaba, he says, What got into your head to be a Nazir? Why did you become a Nazir? Say, so tells him, He says, You know, what time? I was working, I started to work for my father to be a shepherd. He says, and one day I'm taking care of the sheep and I find myself right by the pond of water. Now you have to remember in those days, they're not mirrors. So he's looking at the pond of water. He's I see my face. He never saw his face in his life. Could you imagine? People never saw their face in their entire life. All they do is watch other people's face. It's amazing how Hashem made the world. And you don't see your own face? Because your face is supposed to be for others, not for yourself. Your face wasn't given to you, for you. You can't smile at yourself. I mean, only if you have a good mirror. There are people like that. But really, your face was given for other people. So you never saw his face. Now, he's looking down in the water. And all of a sudden, he sees a reflection of a person he never saw such beauty in his life. He never saw such a gorgeous person in his life. And guess who that was? Himself. He says. When I saw my face. And the beauty. Of my hair. In the image. In the water. He says. Pahaz alay yitzri. He says. My Started to. Work. On me, you could have just imagined what started going into his head. And he says, when that happened, right then and there, I told him, Rasha, talking to his yesara Rasha, Why are you being arrogant? It's not your world. In the end you're gonna go underground. you're going to take pride in the looks that not yours. He gave himself strong musad. He says, "I'm making a nether. I'm making a vow to become a Naziir, so I could shave you I could shave you off. That's why I became a Nazir. So Shimon Sadiq told him, wow, he says, like you should be every Nazir. That's the reason to be a Nazir. And he got so excited from this guy, he ate from his korban. That's the story. The question is, what did Shimon saw? see? Again, the question is, what did Shimon Sadiq see in this Nazir that got him so excited? What was the Nehudah? So some explain beautifully, when you see a person who all he did is look in the mirror and he started to have thoughts and already he saw the Yetzirah destroying him. But what happened? He looked in the mirror and he had a a bad thought. But already he got so upset and he's giving Musar to his Yetzirah. What are you doing to me? You're killing me. If already he saw the end of this beginning he said, this, ki- this guy's a hacham. He was ro'eh He's He was having a little battle today, but he realized where that battle would take him. And he got upset not for now. He got upset for what's coming. He was ro'eh And from now he took action based on the of the nulad. That's the excitement that he got from this nazir. So anyway that's what it means. the one who feels the future. take that for life again be a wise person who feels the consequence of your actions today and therefore makes the right decisions all along. Have a beautiful day.